back to another K Dog and Fish podcast. Hello, K Dog. Hello, good afternoon. Uh, this is very exciting because we're talking about one of our heroes in the movie Biz. Mm-hmm. All of his eccentricities, eccentricities, eccentricities. The amazing comedic genius. The topic of this week's K Dog and Fish podcast is Bill Murray. Absolutely. He is a legend. I'm pretty excited about this. So we're going to talk about the career. We'll Mm -hmm. talk about the man, Mm -hmm. the myth, the legend. Mm -hmm. Really kind of started off in the beginning and how he kind of became to the uh, what he is today. All right. Sure. Sure. I'm in. So we can't start this podcast without talking about SNL. Right. Briefly, because that's literally how he got his start i did actually i did not know this and i'm actually an snl an aficionado Mm -hmm. he actually took over for chevy chase okay when he left i didn't know that and it was like big shoes to fill yeah of course yeah yeah yeah. and chevy was part of the original cast in 1975 Mm -hmm. for snl and bill came in in january 76 okay chevy had left the show pretty i don't think there was I don't know if there was animosity or I'm too good for this or Mm. something, but his movie career obviously took off. When did he leave? What year? In 76. 76. Like Chevy was a member of the original cast, but he left within a year. Okay. I thought his career didn't really take off till, I guess that'd be about right. Yeah. Late, late, late seventies. seventies. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. But it was interesting that Bill sort of filled that spot right and he was so good on snl Mm -hmm. and but it was big shoes to fill so bill murray was an snl cast member from 77 you 77 sorry it was the 76 season okay but bill murray didn't actually make his first like sketch until 77 in january so because the season starts in september right so a couple months later he's on and he was there until 1980 Mm mm-hmm before that, he had one movie that kicked off his career, still being on SNL, but before he broke off to do more. Right. And that is the camp comedy. You know where I'm going. Meatballs. Meatballs. Yeah. He is so funny. In it. Do you know how long it's been? Yeah. I probably have not seen Meatballs in since my blockbuster days in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. Like, I yeah. need to rewatch it just to appreciate the merman yeah. like he was so funny in meatballs yeah. yeah and it was such i would you say that was the first kickoff to the camp comedy sex romp genre probably i don't think there's anything before that no not really no i think they all came after meatballs. Yeah, coming of age going to camp blah, yeah blah blah seeing a girl you like you're kind of a geek <laughs> Got a cool counselor dude. Yeah. You know, like Bill Murray was the ultimate laid back guy. Yeah. Just didn't care about anything. He was great in that. That was basically his, like the start of his career. That yeah. was all of his characters. All of his characters were pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Just that laid back, cool, cool, cool as a cucumber dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 1980, mm-hmm. two things happened. One, I've actually never seen this movie. I remember seeing the, I, going back to Blockbuster again. Right. I actually remember the cover of the VHS uh, box for this was called where the Buffalo roam. Right. And it was like him with like a bat and like a trench, like a hat and uh, sunglasses and a cigarette. He was uh, playing 
Hunter S. Thompson. The, I remember the movie, but I never saw it. I've never seen it, but I do remember the cover box uh, called Where the Buffalo Roam. And also in 1980, where I think he solidified his uh, coming up in the comedy world mm-hmm. in film was Carl Spackler, of course, in Caddyshack. That was on AMC on Sunday. You were already you were watching Caddyshack. Had a plan in the background. Yeah, yeah. which he was yeah. like completely improvising. Yeah, yeah. All of that Carl Spackler stuff. The the speech, like the him playing golf with the flower heads, yeah, and yeah. almost all of it is completely improvised. So funny, like so funny. He, he took Carl yeah. Spackler, who you would think in the grand scheme of Caddyshack, yeah, he really wasn't supposed to be a major character but he's so funny would you say that he stole the movie he stole the movie he overshadowed and chevy's in it chevy's in it rodney dangerfield yeah i mean hey i think somebody stepped on a duck duck. (laughs) i mean he he was the movie yeah and that's and the most famous character now and the most quotable yeah most quotable for sure yeah it's in the hole it's in the hole yeah (laughs) so carl spackler like everyone lost their minds about Caddyshack. It was yeah. just this amazing comedy. And Bill Murray was at the heart of it with this small character that he, you, he basically stole a bunch of the film with his yeah. improv. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going back to that SNL story that mm-hmm. he took over for Chevy yeah. on SNL. And now they're in this movie together. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Chevy is the top build other than Rodney. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to say. I mean, back then, I mean, who was the bigger name? Probably Chevy. I think it was Chevy. And I yeah. think they was. I think they shared top billing. Yeah, on that. But I think Rodney was actually the star. But at that point, Rodney's just doing stand up, right? Like he's. That's. Probably, I don't think he was in much movies. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be one of his first movies. Ever. Way before Back to School. Back to School. I don't think it was still eighty eight. Wasn't yeah, it? like something somewhere. like that. Eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah. I think eighty six. So I think it's probably Chevy. Yeah. But even Chevy wasn't in it a lot, you know, when you yeah. get back to Caddyshack, you know what I mean? He was and he wasn't, yeah. you know, it really was the, the, the story of the, the golfer, not the golfer, sorry, the, the, the caddies. Yeah. The caddies. I said the golfers. The yeah. 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 And just turning this yeah. stuffy golf course into, you know, more yeah. fun. Yeah. Right. Now Caddyshack too. <laughs> Everyone likes to forget about it. Not I don't think Bill was in it. He wasn't. No. No. Dan Aykroyd. Uh, does not as Carl Spackler, yeah. but a different, similar, similar character. character. And but Chevy does come back. He does. He does not for a while. As Ty, as Ty Webb. As Ty Webb. Yeah. He's not in it for very long. And Jackie Mason. Jackie Mason is basically playing Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> well, like yeah. not yeah. the same no, character, but, the, but the, the basic that same, guy. You're like, we need a Rodney Dangerfield. Who are we gonna yeah. get? Get Jackie Mason. Yeah. Who also is insanely funny. Yeah. Very underrated. But that's another story. But I feel that Stripes, like Bill Murray, was the lead like even though it's an ensemble even if you look at the poster mm-hmm. isn't it his face yeah you have that poster i do i have it in uh i have it downstairs yeah. and he's doing the i want you like yeah. from the old recruitment posters but he's pointing at two lovely blonde ladies yeah and they on had the a poster. slogan we're here <laughs> something like we're here to save the world and then dot 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 and meet girls and meet girls yeah, yeah. no it was definitely a, a bill murray movie when it was all said and done i mean great cast yeah John Larroquette was in it. He was. Yeah. He was great. He was awesome. Yeah. And that's pre Night Court. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still, I think that was a Bill Murray vehicle. And that's where you start seeing him take over almost anything he's in, I think. You know? He's just got that personality and that star 
quality that he yeah. commands that presence so even like we were talking about with caddyshack even though this little small role because it was bill murray improvising mm -hmm. he really stole the movie right and with stripes even though it's a real ensemble cast because him and harold ramus joined together it's really a buddy thing and then john candy gets in the mix too yeah but he is clearly the lead mm -hmm. i agree and then of course 1984 and the hit the fan <laughs> true story like in cats and dogs living mm. together yeah because we have ghostbusters yeah of course and and throughout this podcast we can't mention every single bill murray role because yeah. we don't have that kind of time no we have we're, to we're hitting the highlights here yeah yeah because the man is a legend mm -hmm. and we have to talk about ghostbusters right 1984 it made him a superstar it's still to this day the highest grossing film he was ever in at almost 300 million mm -hmm. however if the if you don't count one thing he was the voice of baloo in the jungle book the live action okay i remember that i barely remember it uh john favreau directed it yeah. the yeah. 2016 okay disney live action remakes i remember he was and the voice of baloo he was the voice of baloo if you count that because that movie did that not, doesn't count 967 million worldwide that doesn't count so if that doesn't count no. then his highest grossing film ever is ghostbusters gotcha in 1984 do you know who was supposed to be his character uh that dan Aykroyd wrote ghostbusters mm -hmm. who was supposed to be the bill murray character wasn't eddie murphy now that was the winston that was the winston yeah and no, no, it no. was actually john belushi was it yeah and no, i don't no. know if it was because of his like i i can't remember what year john belushi died yeah so it could have been because of that mm -hmm. or because john belushi just wasn't well enough to do it i, yeah. I don't know the story but of course dan Aykroyd and john belushi are buddies from right. blues brothers yeah, of course and snl mm -hmm. but it was originally that role mm -hmm. uh venkman yeah. was written for john belushi interesting and bill murray ended up taking it yeah i don't know what year he passed away animal house was 79 right yeah 78 79 and blues brothers was after that yeah so so i'm not i can't remember yeah. what year john belushi died mm -hmm. so i don't know if that was the reason for him not being mm -hmm. in ghostbusters but dan Aykroyd, i can look it up wrote it originally yeah you look that up oh look john up. belushi i what got year a phone he right here i got a phone yeah and so it was supposed to be john belushi but then bill murray took the venkman role mm -hmm. you were right about eddie murphy oh yeah he passed away in 81 there you go yeah yeah well that was 82 that was 82. why he wasn't in it. March 5th, 82. There you go. At 33. Yeah, which is also, they talk about, not to get off topic of Bill Murray, but they talk about that age with SNL stars because that's also the age Tom, uh, sorry, Tommy Boy, our friend Chris Farley, passed away at like the, the curse of the age of 33. Crazy. That And John Belushi was Chris Farley's idol. It was, yeah. So it was just a bit of sad irony mm -hmm. that he too died at the age of 33. Again, Bill Murray's ad-libbing, mm -hmm. the, the cats and dogs living together speech. Yeah. Almost all of his stuff with Susan. No. Oh, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Why am I calling her Susan? Yeah. Who the F is Susan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sigourney Weaver, all that stuff was improvised. Yeah. Just so much great stuff coming out of Bill Murray and Ghostbusters. There's great on YouTube. There's 
tons of little like 15 20 minute documentaries about ghostbusters yeah that are so interesting you watch the how did this get or not how did this get made but the movies that made us on netflix there's that but there's one on youtube that i just watched and it was about i think it was called the production was a show okay that's what it's called it's called yeah and it's all about talking about the production of that movie and how much of a nightmare it was and that's yeah it was that was the last one I watched, and it was about Ghostbusters 2, not Ghostbusters 1. But it talked a lot about all about Ghostbusters. I really yeah. should look into exactly what that is. I would like to see that. Yeah, I'll look into yeah. it. I really didn't because I just I don't agree. It is research fa- or facts. fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't read. I should have <laughs> looked into that so I have notes for this podcast, <laughs> but I don't. So, you know. But again, Bill Murray steals a lot of the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. For sure. Even though it's a huge cast. Yeah. Incredible timing. Yeah. And the best sarcasm. He would, I would put him on my Mount Rushmore of sarcasm mm-hmm. Absolutely. up there with, of course, Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Bateman. Yeah. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. And Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. I was going to yeah. say that. Charles Grodin sarcasm. Yeah. Hilarious. Off the charts. Yeah. Watch Midnight. If you're yeah. listening to this podcast, you don't even know who Charles Grodin is. Yeah. Or like you were a little kid and Charles Grodin was the dad from Beethoven. Yeah. You don't know Charles Grodin. Totally. You need to watch Midnight Run with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro. It is yeah. by far one of his, and sarcasm just oozing. One of my favorite movies of, of all time. Yeah. And Bill Murray's right up there. Yeah. And so because of the massive blockbuster success and cult classic of Ghostbusters, that took Bill Murray to a whole new mm-hmm. uh, level. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to remember what came after Ghostbusters. So um, I have a list. You have a list. I right? got a list. You got a list because I think he started to do some d- dramatic stuff too. Did he not? More in the more in the 90s yeah. and early 2000s. Okay, but for me, right after this, he actually had a small cameo as the guy who really enjoyed being at the dentist. Okay, in Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, all right. In '86, okay. gotcha. Again, there's other movies and stuff he's he's doing. I thought a Razor's Edge was around this time. Ooh, which you was might a heavy, be dr- heavy drama, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's what I was kind of thinking about. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't even know if we really talked about Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, we really moving, did. No. To moving no. on, like, would you say that Venkman is his most iconic character? He'll. I think he'll always be known for that. Even though he's done so many other amazing things. I think so. But it's either Carl Spackler yeah. or Venkman. Venkman. I think he'll always be known for that. Yeah. yeah. And great movies since then, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk but about I think it. those two characters are the characters that he's going to always be known for. I also love, even at the beginning, the stuff with the ESP testing. Oh, yeah. In yeah. the beginning of Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Or even just like the, we, we came, we conquered. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I literally, I could pull more bill murray stuff out of ghostbusters than ramus or Aykroyd. yeah oh for sure like i can think of all the scenes like even in the elevator when they turned on the proton pack or yeah they pr- turned on dan Aykroyd's yeah proton pack for the first time and then him and ramus you know, move to the other <laughs> side of the elevator yeah. you know and then yeah. just bill murray's just timing and sarcasm and yeah. everything it's just like slimer in the hallway yeah slimer in the hallway and didn't he call and we've talked about william atherton yeah on a bunch of other podcasts who right. plays the incredible of the film of ghostbusters right yeah didn't he call him or something bill murray refers to william atherton in a non 
like very sarcastic unpleasant yeah, way it's definitely there yeah yeah <laughs> and the first time he meets him in the in the fire hall it's yeah absolutely hilarious like yeah. it's just like when he makes him you know can i see the containment and he's like no no and he's like why you didn't say the magic word <laughs> you know so yeah 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 i think he does call him i think it was Dick Dick or something when he turns off the containment unit he says yeah. something to him William Atherton? Well, to, no, to uh, Dan Ackerman. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Whatever. Yeah. Let out. Turned it off. Whatever. Yeah, yeah you're definitely yeah. right. You're definitely right. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. Somewhere in there, yeah. But yeah. Bill Murray, yeah. It's his sarcasm and humor yeah. and timing that makes Ghostbusters. I don't think John, like, even think John Belushi's alive. Yeah. I think that, that it wouldn't have been the same. No, I agree. 100%. I don't think Belushi would have pulled that off. No. It would have been a completely different type of Peter Venkman. Right. Totally. Yeah. And then Ghostbusters 2 was in 86. I was actually way later, was which I, I was shocked by that. It was in 89. Okay, so we have there's obviously stuff we want to talk about between that. Well, because Ghostbusters was 84. There's one that I have to talk about. Yeah. And that is 1988's Scrooged. Gotcha. So yeah, in 86, he had a cameo in Little Shop of Horrors. Again, there's there's so many roles, and we can't touch on every single year yeah uh i'd have to you have to look it up i'm not sure what year razor's edge was on mm. but as far as comedies 88 scrooge which is a play on the charles dickens classic and the three being visited by the three ghosts yeah that movie was dark it was very dark it was yeah. sexual it was yeah. dark like it was not charles dickens right so no. and bill murray was great he was the he was an a plus asshole yeah and through being visited by the three ghosts found the spirit of christmas the whole story's there yeah but he was a you know drinking womanizing straight up a-hole it was great it was great no oh, it, was, yeah. it, was it was great yeah. yeah i loved yeah. his hair oh yeah yeah his hair in scrooge mm -hmm. it was full-on 80s mullet yeah like oh with, yeah with uh, up top was up nice top. and wavy too like yeah. it was it was a good little party yeah, pretty good. good party in the back pretty good yeah. pretty good yeah now also like you said in 89 was ghostbusters 2 mm -hmm. and you and i hate this movie and so does bill murray yeah bill murray absolutely doesn't even did you tell it, me a story about he was on a talk show and he didn't he didn't even admit that it existed it was on letterman yeah letterman and he he was like uh letterman said something to they said well you're also in ghostbusters too and and he said allegedly allegedly yeah, <laughs> yeah he is it just it just wasn't yeah good but there's so many stories about that the script that you know ended up on film wasn't the actual script yeah that dan Aykroyd wanted and gotcha. so there's been that there's been multiple stories about that, that too much you know. studio influence probably because yeah. of the massive success of the first one probably yeah. yeah so but there is a big huge story about that i'd love to know more about it right because yeah. you know how do you how do you get a script to that point but not you know know what you're filming and bill murray even talked about that in another thing where he just showed up yeah on on set and the and the script was completely different yeah how yeah. do you do that yeah. like now he's a master of his craft so right. it's going to be a lot of improv yeah i mean i could find that being super mm -hmm. no, you know annoying and yeah. not very productive yeah i just to be I able to like get it done too because i didn't like the vigo or the, the the guy in the painting yeah yeah yeah. you know and yeah. all that kind of stuff i just i just uh, just didn't wasn't your bag it wasn't my thing it wasn't i didn't like it either no, to be honest great. but at least we got bill murray cameos in ghostbusters afterlife we mm -hmm. won't even mention the the 
the yeah. girl Ghostbusters movie. I'm going to pretend like that didn't exist. Yeah, that one just did not go over well. Yeah, I was shocked that Bill was there. Yeah, 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 and Ackroyd too. Yeah, but yeah, they were both. Yeah. Anyways, we, anyway, we're going we to talk about style. them. But yeah, yeah. Also, in '89, you're going to be. I, I don't think in researching for the podcast, I learned this. I did not know this. Mm-hmm. But did you know that Bill Murray was considered for the role of Bruce Wayne Batman in the 89 Batman? No, no. You told me that. That's Isn't crazy. that crazy. I couldn't even fathom that. That's so weird. But yeah. there was a, I guess it was based on the 60s TV show. The first before Tim Burton got involved. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, I guess maybe because it was going to be more campy that yeah. they thought of Bill. But I, you couldn't imagine Tim Burton's Batman. No, with Bill Murray. No, that would have been so weird. Weird. I would have been in. I would have gone <laughs> Super for sure because I like Bill Murray. But I, oh, no, I couldn't even see it. Another '89 classic that he was considered for, turned it down, and regretted mm-hmm. was Dead Poet Society. Oh, okay. I actually think right. he would have done really well at that. Not taking anything away from Robin Williams because that's one of his best dramatic roles as well. Right. But I think Bill Murray could have added that comedy comedian doing drama mm-hmm. really well yeah yeah could you see yeah bill murray doing dead poet society it's so hard because i can only visualize robin in that role yeah you know what i mean yeah but if anybody could pull it off it would have been bill murray other than robin yeah Williams. yeah bill murray could have pulled it off i think so yeah so next in 1990 i have another movie that you're probably going to remember distinctively mm-hmm. but forget that they actually well, yeah, that's right. They made this movie. Okay. That is Quick Change. Oh, I do. Do you remember that? He was a bank robber. He was a bank robber dressed as a clown. Yeah. Him, Gina Davis. Right. And Randy Quaid before he went bananas. I don't remember <laughs> this movie at all. Yeah. But now I'm going to rewatch it. I watched it. I yeah. remember it was back in the blockbuster I've seen days. It. I've seen yeah. It way back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. I watched it yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. But I don't remember it being very good. Yeah, I don't remember either, but I do now really want to see it again. Now that you yeah. Mentioned it. yeah. Yeah. But Bill yeah. Murray in a bank robber comedy. Yeah. I can still remember the, <laughs> the, the cover box, the VHS cover yeah. box with him holding balloons as a clown. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's interesting to like yeah. go back and go, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that because okay. it's not in his lineage of like yeah, people classics. Don't, people don't talk about people it. don't talk about yeah, it yeah. same with the one with the elephant nobody talks about that one. oh larger than life. larger than life yeah nobody talks about that movie but i enjoyed it you put bill murray with an <laughs> elephant gold <laughs> hilarious <laughs> come on can't go wrong but then the year after that unforget the sorry the forgettable movie quick yeah. change yeah i did a classic with richard dreyfus you mm-hmm. know what movie i'm talking about oh yeah what about bob what about bob yeah, yeah. I thought those so didn't good get along, that. though. Did they not? I don't think. I don't think. Oh, Bill in Mur- real life? Yeah, like on set and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Sure, but I'm pretty sure Bill Murray drove Richard Dreyfus crazy. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he drove him just <laughs> nuts. Yeah. But you think about again how eccentric he is, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can I can imagine that being like so improvisational would drive some people yeah. who are very like they've studied the script and they're by the script and those sort of actors probably wouldn't appreciate it. Right. So Dreyfus might be one of those. Bill Murray was so hilarious in that role. He was, he nailed it. Yeah. And if I'm just trying to refresh my memory, because it's been so long. Yeah. Dreyfus was his 
psychiatrist. Psychiatrist who went on vacation. Yeah. And then Bob went on vacation <laughs> with him, but didn't know that the you know, psychiatrist, like, I didn't want you on vacation with him. Yeah. And then his family fell in love with Bob. Yeah. And it's just, it's so funny. It's a funny movie. It's so funny. Yeah, it's really yeah. enjoyable. If you're younger yeah. and you're listening to this, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty sure it's family friendly. Sure. Yeah. It's pretty friendly. And it's it's pretty family friendly. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. Richard Dreyfus is actually pretty good in it too. Yeah. 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 I'm trying you know no what Mr. Holland's opus, but it's hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there was or stakeout. You know what you're reminding me of? Class. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Holland's opus was yeah. by the way, Richard Dreyfus like made that like his movie. Like this yeah. is where I'm gonna get my Oscar yeah. or whatever, and right? He didn't. But he didn't. And it was it was okay, but he tried. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite thing is all the jokes at that time. Yeah. Even on SNL, was that you could say it with a different inflection, and it sounds like Mr. Holland soap us. <laughs> and there were so many jokes about that. I distinctly remember that. Nice. In the mid nineties, right. making fun of Mr. Holland soap us. Soap us. All right. But anyway. Yeah. Back to Bill. <laughs> Back to Bill. <laughs> uh, after what about Bob in '93? Uh, mm. Probably my. It, oh, I don't know if I'm trying to rank, and maybe we should do that towards the end of this podcast. Our favorite Bill Murray characters. Mm-hmm. This is in my top. Okay, top tier, mm-hmm. and that's Groundhog Day. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean that movie is so rewatchable. Yeah, and so good, and mm-hmm. he plays that character so well especially when the character's been in the re you know waking up every day yeah stuck in that day when he's getting so far into it it's just like on autopilot yeah and he's so sarcastic with everyone yeah and he's not even like pretending that he's not reliving this day that was the best just so funny connors yeah phil connors Yeah. yeah i've watched it so many times and it's definitely in my top three. Yeah. For sure. Could possibly be number one. It could. Yeah, and even easily, though we're talking yeah. about like, yeah. we've talked about Stripes, we've talked about Carl Spackler. Yeah. We've talked about uh, Ghostbusters, Peter Venkman. You can't not say that, uh, not sorry, uh, Groundhog Day mm-hmm. is not one of his best characters of all time and but, one of his better movies. But it was also all him. Yeah. Like that whole movie was him. Yeah. Like that. But he, like, he, you know, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ackroyd had some pretty damn funny lines. Yeah. Ramus had some funny lines. Atherton yeah. had some funny lines. There's uh, Winston had some lines. Yeah. Groundhog Day was all him. You know, Chris Elliott might have one or two. I was actually you know? just gonna I yeah. was gonna test you. Yeah. Who played his cameraman? Yeah, Chris you Elliott. Did, yeah, yeah, Chris one Elliott. Or two. He maybe had one or two lines. Yeah. The rest was all. I was never a big Andy McDowell fan. Mm-hmm. Uh she was the love interest, right? Yeah. yeah um and his brother yeah. played the mayor that's right we actually didn't talk about that yeah. he ran the caddy sh- program in caddyshack yeah he was in scrooge actually all of his brothers were in scrooge yeah bill murray often had his his brother especially uh brian doyle murray mm-hmm. uh have cameos in all of his films yeah including actually not one of his films but he uh for people listening who might not know the name mm-hmm. brian doyle murray if you go to christmas vacation yeah he played chevy chase's boss right yeah. is, is bill murray's brother right 
Brian Doyle Murray. You'd recognize him. You, you know, would recognize you him. You don't know the name. And his voice. Yeah, his voice. His voice and his, his filmography's got to be huge. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say out of all the Murray brothers that also wanted to go into acting, other than, of course, Bill being a superstar, yeah. Brian Doyle Murray had the most uh, yeah. street cred. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, we're, we're talking about uh, Groundhog Day. Yeah, he was the mayor. So, yeah, Andy McDowell, I wasn't a huge fan of, but I didn't mind her in Groundhog Day. Four weddings and a funeral? You, you don't like that? You don't like that four weddings and a funeral? <laughs> was she also in 12 Monkeys? I think she was. No, that's Madeline Stowe. Oh, it's Madeline Stowe. That's deep Cut. Wow, I wouldn't even have remembered her name. Deep Con- Cut. Congrats on you for remembering that. You're welcome. I think Madeline Stowe was a poor man's Andy McDowell. Okay. You, all right. You can go there too. Right. I don't know if she agrees. Nah, I'll just say it. All right. Okay. All they right. do look alike. They do look alike. Yeah. I will give you that. Yeah. But Andy McDowell, okay. But uh, Bill Murray carried and killed that movie mm-hmm. when he's driving with the groundhog. Oh, everything. Uh, he's stealing Puxatani Phil. His, whole thing with and you're gonna you're gonna give me super props for this one yeah i remember the name of the actor who he kept running into the insurance guy oh where he yeah. steps in the puddle yeah tobolovsky i can't remember his first name yeah but yeah that guy's a character actor too he's been oh, yeah. in he's a, thousand a thousand things, things. Yeah. yeah yeah phil connor phil and that scene where he's like, and he remembers him. I can't remember yeah. what his name is. And then he punches him. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also my, I, I can't mention Groundhog Day without mentioning my two favorite things of when he was just deep in replaying the day over and over again. Yeah. Jeopardy in front of the old people. Okay. You're right. And just knowing. Yeah. Cause he's heard the answer 7,000 times. Yeah. Right? Wasn't he just drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels yeah. when he was like doing <laughs> yeah. Jeopardy? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. playing the piano. Playing the piano. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. taught himself in that whole like, and it's hard to even put down how many years he spent replaying that one day because yeah. they don't actually specify. No, no. Uh, until he actually gets out of it. It's such a great movie. So I fun. love Groundhog's Day. That's also the, the, the movie that uh, created the rift between harold ramus and oh uh, bill murray please i don't know this story that's that's the movie where the two of them what happened bill was constantly improvising yeah and from what i watched and constantly improvising and wasn't taking it seriously harold ramus wrote it and like he directed it too yeah took it very seriously i didn't know that they almost went to blows on set and it got to the point where it was just like finish the movie and that's when they went their separate ways wow yeah Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Now I want a behind yeah. the scenes documentary about Groundhog's Day. That was Groundhog Day. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Now the next movie in his filmography that's worth mentioning, because again, we can't mention every single role. Right. Is probably one of the funniest roles I've seen him do, and he's not the star, mm-hmm. is Ernie McCracken. <laughs> yeah. From Kingpin. Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Woody <laughs> Woody Harrelson yeah. yeah. and Randy McQuaid right randy quaid sorry not mcquaid mcquaid randy quaid that's a mc big mac star in kingpin yeah a movie about bowlers but it's beyond crazy so the farley brothers it is yeah that's right the farley brothers who did you know it's gonna be dumb and dumber and me myself and irene yeah what's the hell 
What's the one? Yeah, Shallow Hell's great. Yeah. The the one with the twins, Matt Damon and Oh, Stuck uh, on You. Greg Kinnear. Yeah. So these guys are crazy. Yeah. So they did this movie where Woody Harrelson was a professional bowler who got his hand taken off yeah. in a bowling return machine. Yeah. Uh, because he owed some money or whatever. And I think Ernie McCracken had something to do with that, if memory serves. I think so. I don't even, I barely he remember He set him it. up. Yeah. Yeah. I barely remember it, but it's such an offside funny movie. It's actually yeah. the, if you think about it, it's actually the plot to The Color of Money. Okay. Where this old veteran finds this young guy and teaches him how to, to hustle at bowling. Okay. So he comes across Randy Quaid, yeah. who's a, a an Amish yeah right right right. yep yep Mm -hmm. and who's uh takes him on the road hustling bowling right on the way to do a big tournament right to then face off against mccracken mccracken yeah and all i can remember like vividly was bill murray's hair oh i know it was so funny the most insane comb over you've ever seen in your entire life and that movie is a hard rated r oh it definitely is it is hilarious it's so offside yeah yeah. We can't even mention can't it on this podcast. It. Can't even talk yeah. about it. Yeah. So if you were over the age of eighteen, you yeah. should watch, <laughs> watch Kingpin, yeah. and laugh hysterically. It's such a funny movie, and Bill Murray is the villain. Would you say that this is the first time Bill Murray was the villain? Yeah, I mean a comedy villain, but he's definitely the still villain. the villain. He's definitely the villain. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. his shirts, his shirts, and his hair. His his hair and his yeah. shirts and his uh, custom made bowling balls. Yeah, yeah, like it is beyond hilarious. Yeah, Ernie McCracken is one of the one of the best. Ernie McCracken, he's definitely a villain. We talked about it in one of in the other podcast about villains. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a villain. Okay. Uh, also, in the same year, that was 1996. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a cameo in the original Space Jam. I don't okay. know if you remember that. I do, just at the beginning I do remember yeah like just a little bit as bill murray loves golf yeah yeah plays golf he plays in professional tournaments oh yeah no he loves golf yeah. and so it was the scene where michael jordan gets sucked down That's the right. golf hole yeah they're playing the celebrity yeah O-M or whatever it is yeah and it's i think larry bird's there bill murray and wayne knight yeah from seinfeld, seinfeld yeah uh and so it was a very small role in space jam but it was cool that they got bill murray to do it i do remember that yeah 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 then there's another i debatable whether it's a cameo or not a cameo but we can't do this podcast and not talk about wild things now i can watch that movie <laughs> on repeat it's such a good movie <laughs> not for the scenes that everybody's thinking about right now. i know what everybody's thinking about right now i'm not talking about those scenes yeah those scenes were good. Those scenes are good. But I'm talking about the actual storyline. Yeah. The twisting storyline. It's a line. real twister. Yeah. And Bill Murray played Matt Dillon's lawyer. I would say, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. It probably is a cameo because he was probably in it for, what, 10 minutes of screen time? I Very little. Yeah. And then he's a, a bit at the end. Yeah. But it's, so I, I put it more as a cameo because you have, I think for starring, you have Denise Richards and uh, Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm and i want to say kevin bacon kevin bacon and and uh dylan mcdermott or dermot mulroney or <laughs> or kevin dylan no matt dylan matt dylan not dylan you got me thinking there. i'm like is, is dermot mulroney in it no matt dylan matt dylan that's an yes. old joke with us by the way we're talking yeah. about the D- dermot mulroney or dylan mcdermott D- dylan mcdermott yeah 
Kevin Bacon played the cop. Yeah. And Matt also Dillon shows his, his bacon. Shows his bacon. Yeah, he was very proud yeah. of that. Coming out with the yeah. towel. After yeah. that, he was like, I'm full bacon all the time. Oh, no, you're going to see a lot of my d- Yeah, people were just like, can you put your pants on? This is an audition. <laughs> and it's 11 in the morning. And he's like, Kevin's. Kevin, yeah. You don't want to see my d- You don't want to see the bacon? No, we're, we're good. This is, you're reading for Stuart Little. <laughs> And he's like, you're the father and Stuart Little. Let's, there's no reason for any mice or children to see your <laughs> in this movie. Are you sure? Because I'm telling you. Uh, and he walks. Every time I pulled my <laughs> out in any movie, it box look. office, 10% bump. Uh, oh, my God. My <laughs> on Twitter is huge. Trending. It's trending all the time. <laughs> Whenever he walks into a dish or two, pantsless, pantsless, he's like, the bacon is sizzling. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We're going to have to call your wife. Trust me. She knows. <laughs> we went way off topic about Bill Murray and Wild Things and started talking about Kevin Bacon's bacon. Okay, but just saying, <laughs> that's a great movie. It's a great movie. Don't watch it yeah. with your kids. No, it's not family friendly. Unless you want to teach them some things about no, certain things. Anatomy. Anatomy yeah. and and murder. And murder. But don't yeah. watch it with your kids. Yeah. Great movie. Also, in that same year, though, he did his first Wes Anderson film. And I really did want to talk about that because mm-hmm. he develops a relationship with Wes Anderson yeah. in the late nineties and all throughout the two thousands. Right. That I think defines a second level tier from Bill Murray being Bankman. Mm-hmm and spackler mm-hmm. to being this quirky subtle comedy gotcha gotcha and rushmore was the first okay him and jason schwartzman mm-hmm. this is again same year 1998 mm-hmm. it's a great movie it's one great of my movie. more favorite wes anderson films i like schwartzman too yeah he's got just a dry yeah great little sarcasm good with great timing great timing yeah yeah, yeah. And they were they were basically battling over the same woman, if I, if memory serves, mm-hmm. about Rushmore. Yeah. And Bill Murray then starts his relationship with director writer Wes Anderson, who's really good friends with Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. and often he appears in right his like movies the as well and stuff. Which is yeah. Do you remember the first Wes Anderson movie? I do a thousand percent. It was. It wasn't Punch Drunk Love, was it? No, that's uh, that's. Paul Thomas Paul Anderson. Thomas Anderson. Okay. They have very quirky, yeah, okay. similar tastes, okay. but yeah. A uh, Bottle Rocket. Oh, okay. Was All the right. first Wes Anderson movie. All and right, gotcha. And I only mention it now because we're talking about Wes Anderson, and most young people would have no idea what that is. Right. And it was like mid 90s, 95, 96. Yeah. The Wilson Brothers. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if Wes Anderson also acted in it. I know there's three stars, mm-hmm. but it was Wes Anderson's first directorial movie and then he got rushmore i barely remember that movie bottle rocket yeah yeah Yeah. it's a good movie though so then bill murray starts doing a lot with wes anderson throughout the years yeah there's the royal tenenbaums Mm -hmm. in 2001 the life of uh aquatic yeah with steve azuzu uh 2004 the darjeeling limited and the grand budapest hotel in 2014 Mm -hmm. And he voiced in the animated Mr. Fox, Wes Anderson film. So Bill Murray and Wes Anderson developed like this. They're tight. Director, actor, like it was like Bill Murray was like his good luck charm. Gotcha. But Rushmore, he was a star, Bill. Mm -hmm. And just so good. And there's this element, too, of not just comedy, that they're doing basically dramedies. Mm -hmm. Very dry 
Yeah, very dry. dramatic comedies. Yeah, very a little bit of a little dark. Yeah, dark a little sure. bit. Yeah, yeah. And then we get into the early two thousands, and I'm skipping a lot of roles here. We're talking about again larger than life with the elephant and all yeah. that stuff. Classic because. We have to get to what I think Bill Murray got robbed mm-hmm. for the Oscar. Gotcha. He was yeah. only nominated once mm-hmm. in his illustrious career. Mm-hmm. He turned 72 this year, by the way, in right. September. That's old. Yeah. He's up there. He's up there. Yeah. Like, I don't see too many more chances mm-hmm. when you're in your 70s to start pushing out amazing roles. So this is back in 2003. Mm-hmm. He did an amazing movie all shot in japan mm-hmm. called lost in translation that movie's amazing scarlett johansson and if you remember is written and directed by i'm gonna put you on the spot oh coppola's that's right sophia, sophia coppola, sophia coppola yeah. good job very good. good job sophia coppola wrote and directed and somehow landed bill murray and he gave the best performance and nothing to do with even though he was funny yeah that wasn't this role. This, even though it has bits of comedy in it, mm-hmm. it is a masterful performance. Who did he lose to? And he got robbed. Yeah. If you don't remember, it was ninety three, two thousand three, two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. two thousand three, two thousand three. Do you remember who he lost to? No, that's what I just said. I don't know. Mystic River, oh. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Now I don't think Sean Penn was pretty good. It was a good performance, but yeah. is it? I am Sam. You know, mm-hmm. like Sean Penn's going to win Oscars. The guy's an insane actor. Yeah. Bill Murray should have won the Oscar mm. in 2003 because Lost in Translation, he is so, it's such a great performance. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, such a good movie. Sean Penn was good in Mystic River, but you're right. Probably should have gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going. But yeah, that movie is so good. He plays a actor who's uh, who is super famous, who's mm-hmm. kind of on the end of his the backslide. Backslide, and he's now doing commercials in Japan, mm-hmm. and meets Scarlett Johansson. Obviously, she's way younger, mm-hmm. but developed this relationship in this new place where, and I know from experience in Japan, nobody speaks English. You right. cannot get away with anyone speaking english in japan Mm -hmm. the movie itself is beautiful uh sophia coppola did an amazing job and just in my opinion bill murray got robbed of the oscar yeah such a good movie there's so many other roles that we could talk about i was glad we got to talk about lost in translation Mm -hmm. but there are some other notable mentions that we we have to talk about again we can't discuss every single bill murray character ever because we don't have that kind of time. Too many. Uh, and he's a legend. Mm-hmm. Some other ones were the voice of Garfield the cat. And he actually came yeah. back for the sequel. Yeah, which... It's funny that he did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll talk about lasagna. Yeah. I'll there's... be the voice of Garfield. Why not? You know. And also the Zombieland. We have to talk about Zombieland. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. The first Zombieland movie, 2009. It was actually a favor from Woody Harrelson. Okay. Woody had asked him as a favor to do the cameo. Okay. And he did it. But most likely because of their relationship from uh, Kingpin. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was cool. And it was it was probably one of the nicest surprises out of Zombieland. Yeah. That whole Bill Murray. It was really funny. Really funny. Really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the Monuments Men. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was with was uh, Clooney. 
Clooney, yeah. Yep. And yep. John Goodman. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's a great movie. Yep. And I, I like Bill Murray yeah. in it. And then one that you really love that I actually haven't gotten around to see yet. Yeah. Was in 2017, St. Vincent. Yeah. It's in my top three. You talk about the like the plot a bit. I remember you'd be Melissa McCarthy's yeah. in it. Melissa McCarthy's a single mother. She moves in next to Bill Murray. Bill Murray's just a degenerate, okay. you know, just a smoking alcoholic. He goes to the <laughs> ponies every day. He's just that guy. Okay. And then Melissa McCarthy's a nurse and she talks him into looking after his kid after school and stuff her like kids, her kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they just build a relationship and it's just Bill Murray, just being Bill Murray is just this nice, like super sweet guy, but also a dick. Okay. At the same time, it's, it's just a really good movie. He's yeah. the offside, obviously. It's a little offside. I mean, just yeah. the way he talks to the kid and stuff. Yeah. And he's always drinking <laughs> and he takes the kids to the ponies. And then it's just like, yeah. yeah, it's all kinds of, it's, it's funny. It's, it's funny, but it's also the dramedy, the yeah. dramedy, but he was really good in it. Yeah. I still, I, I do have it on my Bill Murray bucket list. I I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. And to go back to uh Hunter S Thompson mm-hmm. movie where the Buffaloes roam, I've yeah. never seen it. And that's early, early Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to, and I never saw it. Right. I've heard great things about St. Vincent. Really good. Really good. After that, really it's, it's a lot of like, cameos like we said in ghostbusters afterlife and Mm -hmm. other stuff he's got other things in the works right but to really kind of encapsulate the myth the legend that is bill murray we have to talk about not just the movie's success but how off camera how eccentric he is and how different he is they actually did a documentary about it right do you remember that yeah i want to rewatch that documentary it was in 2018 Mm-hmm. bill murray stories life lessons learned from a mythical man okay All and right. there are these crazy stories out there about bill one professionally is that he doesn't have a publicist mm-hmm. you can't call his agent yeah there's basically a phone yeah and very few people have access to the number right and he will it's never answered right it will go to voicemail and you leave your basically your pitch right on the voicemail right and then you will get a call back if bill wants to participate in your project that's so crazy that is the craziest yeah. most not hollywood thing you've ever heard so fun yeah like so funny yeah and then that's there's awesome. there's also where there were great stories in that documentary where he did accept but then you don't even because there's zero contact. Yeah, you don't know if he's gonna come that he's first gonna show day. up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. And then you're like, he showed up, and you're like, oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, Bill's here. Yeah, but there's no communication. Yeah, no publicist, no agent, just a a phone. That's the way to live your life, man. And that's so cool. Yeah. But then on top of that, in this documentary, these crazy stories that Bill just travels mm-hmm. and golfs and drinks and goes to random crashes parties crashes parties like could you imagine they were talking about it in this documentary a lot like uh weddings and other parties and like frat houses yeah and bill murray's just doing the dishes yeah and you're like is that bill murray doing the dishes (laughs) (laughs) or like leading a conga line or like just these random 
And there were so many of these stories that they did a documentary about it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating. I know. He's he's just just seems like the most down to earth guy who's just like, Yeah, I've I've done everything I need to do now. I just want to enjoy myself. Yeah. Have Whatever. fun. But you don't know you never yeah. know where he's gonna Yeah, I think he pop a bar up. in Chicago, I think. Yeah, he's from Illinois. I think his yeah. and I don't know. I think maybe his son runs it or something like that, and he'll be in there bartending all the time yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think that was in the documentary, I think. I don't know. But it's and just, he's a yeah. huge, is it White Sox or Cubs? He's Cubs. a huge Cubs fan. Cubs fan. Huge and Cubs when they fan. won the World Series, he yeah. was there. Yeah. I remember seeing him on camera during the games. Yeah. And I think he got to throw out the first pitch or something at one of the World Series games. Probably. Or, or yeah. do the national anthem. I can't remember, yeah. but Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, huge Cubs fan. Huge Cubs fan. Yeah. And a big Bulls fan. Oh yeah, he went to the Bulls games a lot. Nice. Jordan was back in the back Jordan in the day. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from uh, Illinois. Yeah. So again, he's turning seventy-two this year. Mm-hmm. We have now seen his amazing rise from like you know doing SNL through the movies, mm-hmm. a huge comedy star, getting to do drama, getting to do all these quirky, fun but dark, weird Wes Anderson movies lost in translation mm-hmm. what would you say are his most iconic rules when i think of bill murray i think everyone's always going to think back to caddyshack yeah and ghostbusters ghostbusters early 80s as much as the great stuff he did in the 90s and everything yeah. else that he built up with wes anderson and stuff and all that everyone's going to go back to to that time spackler I and yeah. bankman bankman and spackler i think that's always what he's going to be known for me personally favorite movie is still groundhog day mm-hmm. and my and saint vincent's number two really yeah yeah over some early 80s stuff or stripes or yeah. any of that stuff. i think stripes might be number three for me yeah i really like stripes john yeah. winger right uh john winger yeah. yeah yeah i really like stripes i also really liked what about bob not that i didn't like ghostbusters and everything else but mm-hmm. and caddyshack and stuff but i did really like stripes for okay. sure yeah i always i still remember that scene when he's playing basketball in his apartment and Harold Ramis came over yeah. and he's, he, he actually has a little hoop set up. That's like maybe six feet tall and he dunks yeah, it he's dunking on and it, the yeah. ball goes through the window <laughs> and he's hanging out the window and he's like, Hey, hey bud, up here, up here, a little right, help right here. here, right here. <laughs> and then he, he throws it, he hit, smashes the window next to him. And he's like, Oh yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, love that scene in stripes. But, yeah. Uh, those are probably my top three right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would have to say groundhog day. I have to say spackler. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna be way i'm gonna be so like cookie cutter and i'm gonna get ripped like you're not being original yeah uh but yeah i i, I love him as venkman he I, is great as venkman can't go wrong i i gotta go venkman and i could probably bypass back yeah i'll bypass carl spackler because it's more of a cameo and mm-hmm. he, he killed it but as far as iconic roles, Venkman, yeah. Groundhog Day was Phil Connors, mm-hmm. and I have to say Lost in Translation. That movie is so good, mm-hmm. and he is so good in it, and I'm going to write Sean Penn a real angry letter. Yeah. I mean, I know it's 20 years later. He gets a lot of them. But <laughs> mostly from, yeah. from ex-wives. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, he's got lots of them. Uh, maybe a couple from Michael Douglas. Yeah. I don't know. He's fine. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that yeah lost in translation is mm. is his his opus yeah. if you will and got robbed of the oscar but iconic character groundhog day and venkman for me yeah i just keep thinking about now that i'm thinking about venkman and all the uh, 
hilarious lines that were probably all ad lib. Yeah. Like when they came out of the bank and Dan Aykroyd was holding the mortgage and he's yeah. like, he's like, it's fine. A lot of people these days have three mortgages. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just <laughs> hilarious stuff like that. Yeah. You know? That's right. good stuff. Okay. I, uh, all right. So we're going with those. I, and honestly, we could probably talk way longer about Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. We also, because we're, huge into funko we should say there's probably a lot of bill murray funko Mm -hmm. out there there is pops for what about bob stripes ghostbusters obviously backler backler from uh, caddyshack groundhog day yeah phil connors just came out yep what i think uh life aquatica had those uh, two-pack vinyls oh good pull but i don't think it had pops. not funko pops no No. no. i believe you're right it was a two-pack vinyl for that it was a con i don't I don't think any other Bill Murray characters are Funko Pops. We could be wrong about Zombieland. that. <gasps> You're right with the chase. Yeah. yeah. They've never done Kingpin Pops, but they should. They should. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there'll be an anniversary. They should do a whole Farley line. The Farley Fairly Brothers. Yeah. They should do a whole line. Yeah. Yeah. Me, myself, and Irene, and Jim Carrey's holding the watermelon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bill Murray is an absolute legend, and we were shocked that we were we hadn't done a podcast about that, and we were just literally talking about Bill Murray for about ten minutes. Yeah. We're like, oh, well, there's yeah, there's the podcast. next podcast right there. Like we could keep going with this. Why shouldn't we do it in front of a microphone? Exactly. So yeah, great podcast totally agree with you about a lot of the most iconic roles there mm-hmm. about bill murray and he's just an icon at this stage in the game he's not making movies the way he was you know 20 30 years ago but yeah. he is an uh, absolute icon and legend agreed so hats off to bill murray if you're younger and you haven't seen a bunch of these that we've mentioned in this podcast please check them out most of his stuff is streaming everywhere You'll so find it yeah yeah, yeah. All right, so our podcast, we appreciate you guys. Make sure that you were uh, telling us how you like this. Share it, subscribe. You can do that on iTunes, Spotify. Also, uh, make sure you're uh, joining us uh, for all of our social media shenanigans. Yep. Uh, and on YouTube as well. It's at K-Dog and Fish on everything. Blowing up the TikTok. There are YouTube shows are every Tuesday and Thursday. Big on the talker. And these podcasts drop every single Wednesday. I'm very proud that we've kept that up going we're doing doing it it. yeah so for another uh weekly podcast we'll see you next week on wednesday uh until next time i'm fish j-dog we'll talk to you again soon peace